Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. Boy, that is a that is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. We have had this before on the show. It came courtesy of my nephew Tom, Tommy uh, Hualale, Hualale. <laughs> I think I said that right. Hualale coffee from uh, Kona, Hawaii. It's a medium dark roast. Boy, is this a good cup of coffee! And of course, here it is in the, in the foil bag that's contained. This is the outer wrapping right here. But this is a terrific, terrific cup of coffee from the great state of Hawaii, and we are enjoying it in a mug uh, here in the great state of Ohio with my Ohio mug that came courtesy of viewer John Kaczynski. Thank you again, John. Hang on. It, it really is a good, flavorful cup of coffee. So I'm telling you, I'll have the link below for it again. Uh, Hualalai. I think I said that right. Hualalai. Uh, coffee from Makona, Hawaii. Medium dark roast. Boy, this is very, very good. And it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Uh, getting ready for the big day tomorrow? I know you are. Uh, check out what Doug and Fran sent me. Very, very kindly sent me a, a shaving Valentine. How about that, huh? Isn't that fantastic? Wow, I was that. I loved. I'm hanging on to this. This was fantastic. And of course, they sent this in the uh, package with the uh, the new release, the February Valentine's Day release of Denaid Foil uh, 50. Denaid Foil Foil Denaid Foil 50. This is uh, the uh, February release, the Valentine's Day release. So uh, it's only available in the month of February. So make sure you get up and uh, check it out and order it because after February, it's not going to be available. We did the review this past Thursday. I hope you had a chance to see it. And uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful leather scent. It's an homage to Tom Ford's ombre leather. It really is terrific. And that's the holographic label at play there. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely recommend the bundle. We'll be talking about this more in uh, new shave gear. It's, uh, it's, it's on the list. Absolutely got to talk about it. It's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning, as we like to say, uh, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Okay, one more. Hang on. Yeah, that's a, boy, that's a good cup of coffee. And hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Boy, we got a great show for you this morning. A lot of really, really great, great stuff. Great shaving tip. We've got uh, some really good comments and refill. New shaving gear got, got, well, you know, you saw a little bit of preview of it. We got some really, really neat stuff in new shaving gear. Got some great questions and comments. Just a great, great show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Love getting together with you and talking all things traditional wet shave. Again, grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Vincent C. And Vincent writes, Hey Mark, I'd like to share with you and the viewers something I've implemented in not just my shave routine, but my hygiene routine. I had the idea to buy witch hazel in bulk, 
which I'd already been using daily on a damp washcloth after washing my face or shaving. I had two concerns when using a damp cloth to apply witch hazel to my face. One, I seemed to be going through a lot of witch hazel very quickly. Two, I didn't like the idea of applying pressure to my face with a scratchy towel after a fresh shave. Here was my solution. I purchased a continuous misting spray bottle that many barbers and hair salons use to dampen hair from Amazon and filled it with witch hazel. I saved myself from potential irritation and from purchasing witch hazel more frequently. I've also enjoyed the satisfaction of a beautiful misty cool breeze of witch hazel on my face that reminds me of using the mist setting on the water hose on a hot summer day after playing outside as a child. This has been invaluable to my facial cleansing routine and shaving routine. There are so many benefits to using witch hazel. This astringent can be used as a scentless aftershave cologne or simply as a toner, redness reducer, and cleanser that can be used on your entire face and neck, and it will not dry out your skin. Simply fill a misting bottle with hazel and spray your face after cleansing your face in the shower or after a shave, and follow up with your favorite moisturizer or balm. There's nothing quite like it, and I encourage you to give it a shot. Hey, Vincent, great, great tip. Really, absolutely fantastic tip. So if you have a favorite witch hazel out there, get a missing bottle, fill it up, and use this in your post-shave routine. Now, I am not entirely unfamiliar with this because Phoenix Shaving sells a witch hazel. They sell galactic witch hazel right here, which comes with its own uh, spray top right there, okay? And I have been using this, but I am also going to look into uh, the uh, misting spray bottle that you have uh, mentioned on Amazon. I'll get a link for that. And uh, there you go, folks. You got two options. If you just want to get one with a misting spray top uh, nozzle already there uh, in the bottle, uh, Phoenix Shaving offers one. Or buy your particular favorite witch hazel that you want to in bulk. Fill up a misting, uh, misting bottle and you're good to go for a good long time. Yeah, great, great shaving tip, Vincent. Thank you very, very much. And it's one I'm going to try to incorporate more into my shaving routine. You know me, I love the album block uh, as part of my post-shave routine. But uh, yeah, the witch hazel, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna change things up and I'm going to use the witch hazel right here. And I'm also going to look into, look into getting a, a misting spray bottle and trying some other witch hazels in there as well. So thanks very much for the shaving tip, Vincent. Really, really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George Sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it on the morning shaving tip here on the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Vincent, Thanks very, very much for a really useful shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra shaving tip, and it comes from viewer Jimmy V. And he writes, uh, I've been keeping a second PAA cube in the shower. After all the normal showering, I finish with the cube. 
I get out, dry off, build lather, and use Shave Cube for its second application. I just love the menthol cube for how clean it makes your face feel. Heck, I use it as the last face wash of the night with a loofah to really get the skin clean. And uh, I need a little clarification on this. I said, wait, you use the cube in the shower to wash your face. Then you use another cube to make your pre-shave. Uh, is that, do I have that right? If, is that correct? Because it's really cool. <laughs> and I told him, this is definitely an extra shaving tip. And uh, he wrote back and said, exactly. You know how Douglas recommends using it twice for a shave. So I do the first application in the shower, scrub it off lightly with a loofah. That gets rid of anything on my face like soap or any oils that might have survived the regular washing. Uh, with PAA or other artisan soap. This is a great defoliation of the skin. Then I do the second cube application right before shaving the way I normally would. My face is super invigorated and cleansed. So my lather is hitting some very well prepped skin. Overkill? Maybe. Fun and feel good? Definitely. The thing to remember is not to scrub like a lunatic with the loofah. Combined with the PAA, the job gets done with normal light pressure. My dermatologist friend has told me in the past that many people over-scrub their faces. This does more damage than they are aware of. A good degreaser and light buffing with something like a mild loofah is all that's needed. Also, the cube makes a great wrap-up soap for the last wash of the night. I'll use a scrub then finish with the cube. Face feels amazing. Or if like last night I get home at 3 a.m., just the cube and then to bed, but with a fresh face. Jimmy V. Wow, Jimmy. <laughs> That's a great, great tip. I absolutely love that. And I think uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try that. That's absolutely fantastic. In the very least, I'm going to try it before I turn in at night. That is fantastic. I mean, uh, wow. Great, great tip. Absolutely love it. Thanks for passing along to everyone. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have a Shave Den visit and it comes from viewer Tyler Fike. F-I-K-E. Tyler, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Anyhow, Tyler writes, Hello, Mark. My name is Tyler Fike and this is my current stock on wet shaving gear. I've only been shaving for about two months now, but let me tell you, I'm not sure why it has taken me this long to start. The process and results are amazing, and I thoroughly enjoy shaving now. Your videos are awesome, and I look forward to your uploads. Keep up the great work and information. Tyler, thank you very much for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. Uh, that's very, very nice of you. The information... Well, again, the viewers make this channel. So I'm passing along a lot of great information from viewers. Thank you very much for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. But more importantly, I am so excited and happy to hear that you're doing the traditional wet shave and getting great results. That's wonderful to hear. And in looking at his uh, den setup, I was uh, naming some of the razors that he had there. And uh, for clarification purposes, he wrote back and said... The razors on the top shelf are, from left to right, a Lord L6, Vikings Blade Chieftain Jr., Valley Legend, Pearl Brass, Parker 78R, and a King C. Gillette. 
I also have on the bottom shelf in the cases a Chieftain Odin, Chieftain 5 BC, Emperor, the Godfather, Vulcan, and a Bali BD-176. I've shaved with them all, and they all perform great. On top of the cabinet, there is a puck of Zingari Man, the Master Shave Soap. I just use it today for the first time, and it's great stuff. Thanks again, Mark, and take care, Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> great, great setups. In two months, wonderful, absolutely fantastic. Enjoy your wet shaving journey, and thanks so much for sharing your shave den with all the viewers this morning. Really do appreciate it. And this is your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. You can find the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up, as well as episodes of our other podcast, Second Cup. So simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more uh, within your favorite streaming service, and the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcast should come right up. Again, they're both available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Okay, here's a quick update on the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. We have four prizes. Uh, first prize, a second prize, a third prize, and a fourth prize. We're getting real, real close to 9,000 subscribers. It's probably going to happen this week. The time I am shooting this video, we're really, really close. For all I know, by the time this airs, we could be right on the mark, and I'll be creating a video, and I will be uploading that to uh, announce the 9,000 subscriber prize packages giveaway. And uh, all you have to do to enter is to subscribe and make sure you comment on that video. And I'll explain all of that in that video. But make sure you subscribe to the channel right now and also hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Make sure you hit that bell for alerts so you know when that 9,000 subscriber prize package video is posted. And again, my thanks to all the viewers out there who have generously contributed to these prize packages. We have four prize packages. Amazing. Um, would not be possible uh, if not for the generosity of these viewers. And I want to thank them again. Robert Fagan, Alex Lopez, Beth Jones, Mark Bagwell, Mark Williams, Brian Foley, Charlie Wise, Shannon Soaps, Maggard Razors, Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, and James German. So thank you all very, very much. If I missed anyone, please note it in the comments below because I want to make sure that everyone gets due credit. So thank you again to everyone who contributed. Thank you to everyone who subscribes, who shares, etc. Thank you all very, very much. Getting real, real close to 9,000 subscribers. Looks like it's going to happen this week, this weekend. We'll see. Real, real close. Stay tuned. Well, before we go any further, I want to make note of the passing of cartoonist Chris Brown. The National Cartoonist Society made the announcement on their Facebook page, and they wrote, We are sad to announce the passing of one of our longtime valued members of the NCS community, Chris Brown. Hager had only just celebrated his 50th anniversary the day before, and one of the Brown family members wrote, 
With much sadness, I am here to announce my brother, Christopher Brown, passed away peacefully in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, after a long-term illness. After our father passed away, he was the face of our family's cartoon strip, Hager the Horrible. Besides drawing Hager, Chris drew and illustrated children's books. He always had a sketchbook in hand and loved to draw for people. He will be very much missed by his family and friends, as well as his fans throughout the world. We will miss his talent and his gentle and kind soul. I had the great pleasure of meeting Chris through the National Cartoonist Society and uh, met up with him at many Rubin Awards and National Cartoonist Society Christmas parties. It was always great to talk to him. And yes, he was very much a gentle and kind soul and a real gentleman. Uh, I'll cherish those memories and my deepest condolences and sympathies to everyone in the Brown family. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Forgot to mention to you that, yeah, using the AeroPress again this week. <laughs> I love this. I'll link it below. It's a great way to brew a cup of coffee. Absolutely love it. Thank you again, Rodney. Boy, hang on. And this, uh, hualalai, uh, hualalai, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Hualalai coffee is terrific. Yeah, thanks again to my nephew Tommy. And thanks again to uh, viewer John Kaczynski for the great Ohio mug. All 88 counties right there. Map of Ohio. Really, really enjoy this coffee mug. Hey, we got some great topics in this morning's refill. Let's get right to it. Charles Price wrote, Mark, please tell everyone that the new formula of Colonel Conk is not meltable. Geo Fat Boy did a review and it didn't go well when he tried to melt it. LOL, laugh out loud. Yeah, I guess they've changed it to uh, some other kind of formula. It may not be uh, the glycerin soap that we've all known and love. I'll have to investigate a little more. My understanding is from the previous show that some of it is natural, non-meltable, and they also have the glycerin versions in larger pucks. I don't know. I'm going to have to probably just order some. Uh, to find out. In the meantime, if you want the Colonel Conk glycerin uh, shave pucks, get up to Amazon and get it while it's still up there, uh, is, is my thinking. Uh, but uh, Thomas Beaton added, uh, Rue is your quintessential retriever. I have a yellow lab who used to be curious about me shaving. She prefers napping on the couch instead of the floor now. I can vouch for the A-Best Blades. A while back, I saw CB Shaves review it and decided to give them a try. Another glycerin soap that can be melted in your container that I would recommend is Mama Bear's Soap Company. You already gave that soap a glowing review, but it bears repeating. <laughs> Take care, all. Hey, yeah, Thomas, thanks for touching the bases on all those subjects about Rue and about uh, the A-Best Blades. Yeah, going to try those also. I'm going to review those as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for mentioning Mama Bear Soaps because uh, that is a great source for glycerin soaps. Very, very similar to the 
Colonel Conk that we're all familiar with. And yeah, I did give them a good review. Mama Bear Soap's really, really good and a wide variety of scents up there. So give them a look. I will link them below and uh, so you can get up there. Yeah, bears repeating, absolutely. Jay Wright wrote, uh, actually, Ron Wright. Ron Wright here. Hey, good Monday morning mailbag. I really like the Colonel Conk soaps. It was back around December when they did the upgrade to labeling and puck size. Their Naturals line has been available for at least a year now. I haven't tried any of those yet, but they look like a quality product. And about those disposable DE razors. Yeah, we talked about disposable DE razors last week. Uh, thanks again to uh, Roderick McLeod for all that information. Uh, about those disposable DE razors, I wonder if they're TSA approved. If so, they would be a perfect air travel razor for those of us who only pack carry-on. Yes, I am curious about that too. If anybody knows if these DE disposable razors are TSA approved, please comment below and let us know. Thanks very much for that, Ron. Really do appreciate it. Frank Miska wrote, Hi, Mark. Awesome Sauce is indeed a great soap. Actually, however, it's an homage to the Parasso Green aftershave. Chris Bailey mentioned on a video that he had begged Douglas to copy the scent. He did. That's why Chris's face was the one in the space helmet on the original label. Hey, Frank, thanks very much for that background information. He also followed up with this. P.S., in Chris's earlier videos, when he really liked an aftershave splash like Parasso Green, he would call them an awesome sauce, hence the name in tribute to Chris Bailey. Pop the cap on Parasso Green Splash and open the tub of awesome sauce. They are nearly identical. Douglas Smythe nailed it as always. Hey, Frank, again, <laughs> thanks for that background information. I did not know that. Great little bit of history there. Uh, regarding Awesome Sauce and Chris Bailey, Douglas Smythe, thank you very, very much. Bill Murphy wrote, Mark, just want to let you know that I contacted Clubman about using glass bottles for their aftershave. This is their response, and below was my response. And Bill wrote them, do any of your aftershaves come in glass bottles? The classic scent seems to pick up the scent of the plastic bottle. I love the classic scent and want to try the other scents. Uh, they wrote back and said, uh, Hi, Bill. Clubman discontinued glass bottles back in 1989. The cost of the glass and of breakage was too much. Let me know if you need any additional information. Thanks. Jim from Clubman Online. And Bill writes here, I guess I will just have to find my own glass bottles, as suggested on quite a lot of internet posts. Uh, most suggest transferring the aftershave to a glass bottle and let it sit for three to four weeks and the plastic smell will be gone. Thanks, Bill Murphy. Yeah, that's what I did, Bill, and I think it worked. I think it refined the scent uh, a lot. I really do enjoy using it in a glass bottle. Uh, he also wrote here, forgot to add, if you don't have a bottle, this one on Amazon will work. I think you can take the restrictor out. Uh, of the Clubman and snap it in this flask. I have not tried that, uh, and he links to it. Well, that's a, that's a very, very uh, good solution, uh, Bill. Thanks very much. What I did was I hung on to 
my uh, Avon Wild Country aftershave bottle. When that emptied out, I kind of let that air out and I put the Clubman in there and it works great. Uh, Wild Country and Clubman, to my nose, kind of are in the same ballpark. So uh, yeah, I think it was a really, really good fit. So uh, yeah, I, I can tell which is which just by the, uh, the color of, uh, of each of them. The, uh, the Clubman is, uh, is a different color than, the, than the, uh, uh, the Wild Country. The Wild Country is a little more of an amber, uh, brownish, uh, amber brownish kind of color. Yeah. So uh, hey, Bill, thanks very much for, uh, for following up like that and uh, letting us know about Clubman and glass bottles. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Manish Bula uh, wrote the following. Now, Manish, I hope I got your name right. M-A-N-I-S-H, and I believe the last name is B-H-O-O-L-A, Manish Bula. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Anyhow, Manish wrote, great review, Mark. Always love your detailed review videos. A stainless steel T2 is en route to me. I'm a huge fan of Rockwell products. The shave cream is fantastic as is the shave balm. Thanks for the lovely videos. Well, Manish, I'm so glad you enjoyed the videos and let us know how the T2 stainless steel adjustable razor works for you. I love mine. I love the shaves it's been giving me and I find myself turning it up closer to four now because of its really, really smooth, smooth quality. Nicely efficient, very smooth. I also find that when I'm turning it down to say three or just below three, I really can do a little more finesse and a little buffing here and there with some residual slickness from the lather. I'm really enjoying the shaves with that razor. Absolutely. Uh, viewer Spicy Noodle wrote, it's amazing how excited us men can get over making foam on our faces as well as the way a sharp blade slices through thick hair. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. But again, in my opinion, it's the best way to shave. The traditional wet shave is the best way to shave, in my opinion. And I absolutely, I absolutely love the process. I love the pre-shave. I love making a lather. I love painting it on my face now that I'm a bowl latherer. I love uh, popping that uh, blade into a safety razor and just doing the first pass, the second pass, sometimes a third pass, uh, you know, the Allen block afterwards, the splash, the bump. I, I love everything. I love everything about the process. And I also love kicking it off now with a hot towel. Thanks again to Jamie Horn. That is absolutely great. I've always said that if you want to um, uh, enhance your post-shave routine or up your post-shave routine to where it really helps your shave, try an Allen block. I've always recommended an Allen block. I got to tell you, if you want to really up your your, your pre-shave prep, try a hot towel. That is fantastic. If you can get a hot towel, hot towel cabinet, yeah, do so. Uh, there are, we've talked about other methods of uh, creating a hot towel. Uh, you know, do that with great care, obviously. But yeah, a hot towel is fantastic before a shave. Absolutely love it. Uh, James uh, commented about the Rockwell T2 adjustable safety razor. He said to follow up, just received it in the mail, did my first shave with it. This is my new favorite razor, hands down, totally worth the money. James, wonderful to hear. That is absolutely fantastic to hear. I'm, I'm so glad that the T2 adjustable razor works for you. That's absolutely wonderful. Yes, it is a fantastic, fantastic razor. Uh, very, very well made. It's a lifetime razor and it's 
it's del it delivers some great, great shaves. I, I love both T2s, the chrome version and now the stainless steel version. Check them both out. I'll have links to Rockwell razors below. And that wraps up another refill segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, that time of the show. Let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, here it is right here, the Valentine seasonal release from Phoenix Shaving, Denaid Foil 50, an homage to Tom Ford's ombre leather. Yeah, Doug and Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving very kindly sent along the uh, CK6 bundle. I did a review this past Thursday. <laughs> this is a wonderful, wonderful leather scent. If you like leather scents, this is the one to get. It's only available through February. So uh, again, this is the Valentine seasonal release, only available through February. Uh, if you're interested in getting it, get it now before it's gone. Let me give you the scent profile of this again. Violet leaf, cedar, cardamom, jasmine, sambac, orris, raspberry, leather, woody notes, amber, and tobacco. Yeah, absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. And CK6 makes a spectacular lather. I've had a few shaves with this. Matter of fact, I shaved with this before cameras rolled. It just delivered a great lather, and the scent is just wonderful. Uh, it really is a masculine kind of scent, but very refined, very gentlemanly. It's the kind of leather scent that it impresses me as that kind of leather scent. So it is terrific. It's great for everyday use. As Douglas writes on the product page, it's good in cool months, but you can use it every single day. And I'm looking forward to using it every single day. Uh, again, uh, Valentine seasonal release. It's only going to be available through uh, February. Uh, I recommend the bundle. The aftershave splash is awesome. Uh, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to get the, uh, uh, the star jelly as well because it just is a great, great scent. And uh, I like to have the uh, balm for upstairs. And uh, that scent, you know, having the same scent will kind of complete the shave uh, all the more, uh, the better. So, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I love to check out the review that ran last Thursday. Uh, Valentine's seasonal release. There's the holographic label. <laughs> I forgot to mention that in my review. Uh, so hopefully you'll get the holographic label because as he says on the product page, as Douglas says on the product page, it is like looking into a Stargate. It is really, really, really amazing. So it's neat artwork, terrific shave soap, wonderful, wonderful scent. Uh, Denaid Foil 50, an homage to Tom Ford's ombre leather. And yeah, I just noticed he has the pronunciation uh, on how to say Denaid. And I think I, I think I got it correctly. I think I, I think I've... I think I nailed it, so to speak. <laughs> if not, I'm very, very close. All right, Denaid Foil 50 from Phoenix Shaving in homage to Tom Ford's ombre leather. I'll have links below. Well, it arrived. I've been shaving with it. I'm having wonderful shaves with it. I'm going to review it. And what am I talking about? Well, I'll preview it to you right now. Here's the box, the Double Open Comb Ascension Razor in burnt orange. There it is right there. Doesn't that just pop? This is an aluminum double open comb Ascension 
razor with a burnt orange finish. How about that? Absolutely beautiful. Let me show you what this color looks like next to the Copper Ascension. Here's the Copper Ascension right here. Look at that. <laughs> Isn't that great looking? Obviously, the aluminum version is much, much lighter. The uh, Copper Ascension weighs about 4.16 ounces, as, as I, if I recall correctly. Let me take a look at those uh, stats on the, on the page here. Yeah, 4.16 ounces. And uh, the aluminum version is 1.16 ounces. Uh, it also has the removable bomb tip, very much like the stainless steel Ascension version. So that's really kind of neat there. So you can, you can uh, change around the bomb tip uh, if you would like to. But that's just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, color and finish. The burnt orange, it just pops. Let me give you the uh, specifications on this. The starting blade gap is 500 microns. The complete razor uh, is approximately 33 grams or 1.16 ounces. The handle uh, weight is approximate here, 24 grams or 0.85 ounces. The handle length is 3.5 inches. The complete razor length is 3.75 inches or 95 millimeters. It's CNC machined. It is a 7075 aluminum, and the finish, of course, is burnt orange. Absolutely fantastic. I'm going to get a review done on this. Uh, I absolutely love using this. I really, really do. I've been getting some really, really great shaves. And yes, I used this razor before cameras rolled, and I had one day's worth of beard growth, and I got a great two-pass BBS shave. No kidding. This razor is really, really spectacular. I like the lightweight quality because uh, perfect for travel. If you don't want to have any additional weight or you're trying to, you know, pare down the amount of weight that you're packing, boy, this is a great, great choice because it's adjustable too. I mean, you can you could snug it all the way up and get a really, really mild shave or open up that blade gap a little bit and, um, you know, increase the aggression a little bit. Now, it did not come with a buffer ring. Uh, and as Douglas explained to me, uh, I believe he explained to me, if I recall correctly, the Ascension Select is the only one that comes with uh, an additional buffer ring or two. The other razors do not come with buffer rings, but they work uh, without a buffer ring. The buffer ring allows you to open it up, open up that gap a little bit more, say beyond a quarter of a turn or so. Uh, now, I don't go beyond a quarter of a turn anyhow, but I still use the buffer ring. But uh, it's nice to know that the buffer ring really isn't required for this razor to work. But I, I do uh, use the buffer ring on all my Ascension razors. And uh, whenever I'm up uh, on the Phoenix Shaving website, I will purchase an extra packet of buffer rings. You get 10 in a pack, they're about a buck, and well worth it. So you can take a few buffer rings along with you if you're traveling, and if you lose one down the sink like I almost did <laughs> in my previous shave with the uh, Denaid uh, Foil 50, you, if you saw that review uh, Thursday, I, I uh, lost the uh, buffer ring in the sink, and I had a spare, and I grabbed the spare, and I uh, affixed it to the uh, to the handle or to the base plate and affixed the handle and uh, we were good to go. Uh, so yeah, it's always a good idea to have some extra buffering. So if you buy this, buy the pack of buffer rings. That way you'll have the buffer rings when the razor arrives. 
Um, but uh, it works without a buffering, but you can use it with a buffering. You can use it without a buffering, however you want to. But uh, just know that it does not ship with the buffering. Just throw a pack of uh, bufferings in there for a buck if you want to use a buffering with this. But the shave was very, very good. I'm really, really impressed by aluminum lasers and how well they shave. This, this, it's very, very lightweight, yet the way the razor head is designed and the weight of the razor, it really does all the work. I, I find that I'm not pressing it into the skin. I'm just letting the razor do all the work. You put a nice, sharp, strangelet blade in there and you get a great shave. I've also used the Filosa razor blade. I'll link those below. That did a great job. Um, yeah, so I'm using it with a variety of blades and it really is a terrific razor. The lightweight makes it very, very nimble and maneuverable. And again, great for home and also a wonderful razor for travel. Uh, I've reviewed and used uh, aluminum razors here on the channel. I'm very impressed at how nimble and how maneuverable they are. And yet that razor head still engages correctly, still engages that blade correctly to give you a really, really nice shave and you're still using a nice light touch. Really pretty amazing. The only thing I can figure is the way that the razor head is machined in relation to the weight of the overall razor. Something's going on there to where, you know, it just works like that. Now, uh, you know, I absolutely love using razors that have some nice heft to them, like the copper ascension and also the stainless steel ascension. I like that heft, no doubt about it. You know, the weight of the razor really, really does the work. But really, you know, in contrast, you know, this is very, very good. And somehow the razor head still you know, works properly, even though there is some lighter weight there. So I don't know what the physics is behind that. It's just a guess, just a hunch on my part. But uh, yeah, it works. It works well. And this is a terrific, terrific razor. We will be doing a review on this, and I'll get it posted ASAP. I've had it, uh, I've used it for a few shaves, and I am really, really impressed. I love all the Ascension razors. I didn't think I was going to get an aluminum Ascension razor. But because these other aluminum razors that I've used have performed so well, and when I saw the burnt orange, I said, you know what, I'm, uh, you know what, get this, pull the trigger on it. I did. Very, very happy I did. I'll have links below. The Ascension Double Open Comb Twist Adjustable Razor in 7075 aluminum with the burnt orange finish. I'll have links below. Well, we recently did a review on the Pearl Antique Brass Razor, the SHD-24. And as part of that review, we also use the Pearl Shaving Brush right here. Uh, John Meyer wrote, Morning Mark. Pearl makes quite a few products that are at a good price point for beginning wet shavers. I bought the brush not knowing how I would like the shorter handle and taller brush head. It took me a few uses to get a good technique for it. I found holding the brush just above the handle a little bit make the bristles a little stiffer, giving more backbone. I can then pick up the soap better. As the lather begins to fluff up, I can then move my hand to the lower part of the handle. Now that I've gotten used to the handle, I use it more often. The razor seems to be very attractive, especially the handle. What I don't care about it is the paint coating over the antiquing. Sooner or later, it will begin to flake off, making the razor unattractive. I would have preferred just letting the 
Fraser antique itself. Just my opinion. I also know that the head is not brass, making this not possible. Comes down to a marketing thing. Thanks for the demonstration of the product. Hope you have a good rest of the week. Now, I'm not entirely sure, John, about the, uh, the painting, as you say, over this. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if it's going to flake. I think the pearl razors are very, very high quality. And I think this razor is going to last. Only time will tell. But, uh, yeah, I know that the uh, razor head, as I mentioned in the review, is not brass. This is a Zamac uh, razor head that is plated to look antique brass. And I think the uh, the handle is brass, and I don't know if there is any kind of a paint or a lacquer on there. I'm not entirely sure, but it is a good-looking razor. It's got some nice heft, and it really delivered a very, very good shave. And it's a and as you mentioned, it's a very, very good price point. Now, thanks also for the tip regarding handling this brush. I am going to uh, I'm going to utilize uh, your uh, recommendation there and uh, move my hand. Uh, up above that handle there a little bit to control that knot a little more. Maybe even when I'm painting it on my face as well. Uh, painting the lather on my face, that is. But yeah, I, I found that it was a terrific, terrific brush. It is a little different because the handle is shorter and the knot is taller. So uh, yeah, it does take a little getting used to. So thanks very much for sharing that technique. Want to mention these again in new wet shaving gear because they really, really are some nice products at some nice price point, uh, nice price points for beginning wet shavers. Absolutely. And thank you for pointing that out, John. Really, really do appreciate it. Roderick McLeod checked in and he gave us some very, very useful information regarding blade samplers. And uh, he wrote, I'm definitely a big fan of Razor Blades Club. In addition to their website, they have a storefront on Amazon, which is my first choice go-to for new blades. The Amazon storefront can even save money over purchasing from their website on some items. Razor Blades Club also sells a great sampler called the Popular Sampler. It's two each of 15 different blades. The sampler includes two blades of the following brands. Astra Superior Platinum, Bic Chrome Platinum, Derby Extra, Dorco ST301 Stainless, Feather New High Stainless, Gillette Platinum, Gillette Silver Blue, Mercure Super Platinum, Persona Platinum, Balzano Super Inox, Shark Super Stainless, Supermax Super Stainless, Treat Platinum, Voskod Teflon Coated, Wilkinson Sword out of Germany. What I really like about this sampler, it's a very good cross-section of blades from different manufacturers from all over the globe that covers the spectrum of sharp and smooth. Because it isn't full tux of five or 10 blades, you're not stuck with a bunch of blades you find out you don't like. It's $8.99, so it's about 30 cents per blade. Cost per blade is a little higher than some other samplers, but with a lot less waste, which can save money in the long run. This is the sampler I recommend to new shavers. I advise them to go through the sampler twice, making notes on the wrappers so they'll notice that their second impression of a blade can change as their skill improves. They can buy a tuck or two of whichever blades they find they like, keep shaving with them, and get into discussions on social media or in other forums about the blades that work for them 
and then get further recommendations from other shavers based on what works for them rather than the brand X is the best blade hands down that seems to happen so much. Uh, and he also provides a link to the sampler, and I'll have that link below. Roderick, thank you very, very much for the information on blade samplers. I agree. I always recommend blade samplers to uh, new wet shavers out there. I say, you know, get a blade sampler, and I often link to a variety of blade samplers. This specific one is a very good cross-section. Thank you for recommending it. Folks, I'll have the link below. Viewer Bob LaRoe passed this along. Hi, Mark. I got some treat razor blades from Amazon, the black ones, and the hype on Reddit is valid. They are mild and effective. I went on the treat website and they make a lot of different kinds of DE blades, but they don't say how they're different. For the price, I couldn't resist. And these will be part of my shaving routine. Do you know why they're black? They say, don't wipe them and leave the blades in the razor. I had a very good shave this morning with my Mercur 34C and some Razor Rock shave soap. Hey, Bob, thanks very much for passing this along. And I believe uh, Bob is referring to the um, Treat Black Beauty Carbon Steel Razor Blade. These are carbon steel. Uh, now, I have used carbon steel razor blades before. But after one use, I hesitate not to use it again. They start to spot. And yes, from what I understand, they will rust. So you have to, have a, have to use a little bit of care with these, a little extra step in taking care, with them, taking care of them from shave to shave. Uh, they deliver. A carbon steel razor blade delivers a wonderful, mild, smooth, efficient shave. No doubt about it. And I can't remember what brand of carbon steel blade I used. It could have been Treat. I don't know. But yes, the shave was really very, very good. It's just that after I shaved with it, I took the blade out, I saw all this spotting. And then a little more research uh, told me that, yeah, these could rust if you're not careful. Now, there are some methods that you can use to try to halt that rust. Uh, some folks say alcohol, some folks say oil, dry them off very, very good. I've tried all that. They started to spot. I hesitate using it for a second shave. I was really, really afraid of the rust. I don't know how soon they could rust because I've never used a carbon steel blade beyond one use, to be perfectly honest with you. But going up to the Amazon product page and looking at some of the questions and answers, uh, here's what they offer. Are these uh, steel blades? Yes, they are. You will need to rinse in alcohol or take out and dry if you do not want to get rust. Actually, they are very inexpensive and smooth. So I will do a one and done. Yeah, that's what I did, one and done. That's kind of what I do. Uh, someone else asked, do these blades contain PTFE? Now, here's the answer from... Uh, another customer. There's nothing on the packaging to indicate they're PTFE Teflon coated, which would be a selling point if they were. They're carbon steel, which would normally rust. So it appears the black color is just an anodized coating. Uh, PTFE is clear, just so you know. Okay, so maybe that's why they're black, Bob, because it's an anodized coating. Maybe that anodized coating will keep them and prevent them from rusting. I don't know. 
uh, for sure, entirely. All I know is that the Teflon, not the Teflon, the uh, carbon steel blade that I used was not black in color, did not have any other kind of coating, and it started to spot, and I tossed it. I was one and done with a carbon steel blade. Um, However, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I might get these because the price is so agreeable. Uh, the page I'm looking at, less than $8 for 100 of them. Yeah, one and done. Why not? I'm, I'm usually two to three shaves with the razor blade anyhow. And if it delivers a really, really nice, smooth, agreeable, efficient shave, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do one and done. But I'm really interested now in taking a look at these particular blades to see if they are black in color, if it's a black anodized, and doing a little more research. Folks, if any of you out there know why they're black in color, uh, please let us know in the comments below. If you use these blades, let us know. If you've used a carbon steel blade and know how to halt the rusting process that might occur after for one use, two uses, something like that, please comment below and let us know. Hey, Bob, thanks very much for this. Really do appreciate it. He also mentioned... Uh, in his email to me. I hear that Lubriderm 3-in-1 lotion is being discontinued. I'm glad I ordered another one in time. Uh, you know what? I loved the Lubriderm 3-in-1 early on in my wet shaving journey. It was a great, great product. You got a lot for the money and it did a great job uh, as a post-shave, after-shave balm. It was really a good, good product. And if you... Uh, Go back and look at any of my early uh, early reviews on this channel. You'll see that I'm using the Lubriderm 3-in-1 lotion. It really, really is a good, good product. Uh, so thanks again for uh, those great comments and suggestions, Robert. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Vincent C. wrote, Hey Mark, since you're enjoying aluminum razors as of late, please check out the Goodfellas Smile Stiletto Aluminum Razor. Fantastic mild razor that shines with a Voskhod blade. Yeah, that looks like an absolutely wonderful uh, aluminum razor. Looks like it's really, really nice and mild. I love the different color base plates that are offered with it. It looks like it's available at Italian Barber and also the Razor Company. So I'll have links to both of those sites there below, folks. You can check it out. And uh, yeah, Vincent, thanks for passing this one along. Looks like another great aluminum razor. I'm definitely, definitely considering it. Thanks again, Vincent. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Ken Frederick checked in and he wrote, Hello, Mark. Like most guys, I used disposable razors long before switching to a safety razor. My favorite was the Schick triple blade razors. I was a Schick man for many years as I felt they offered the best shave for the money at the time. I eventually discovered that using a safety razor is a far superior shaving experience and there would be no turning back. However, I still have a bit of a soft spot for the Schick brand. So while doing some shopping recently, I came across Schick HydroSense Shave Cream and am happy to report that it's very good. It lathers up well and has a very clean scent with a hint of olive oil. I had a great shave. It's probably the best tube-style shaving cream I've ever tried. It really is that good. It's available in a 6-ounce tube. I'd recommend anyone interested to give it a try and have provided a link. So yes, I have returned to Schick, just not the razors. Thanks and take care. Ken, Ken, thanks very much for passing this along. 
Always great to see a new shaving cream, a new shaving soap, that sort of thing. Folks, I'll have the link below. Ken, thank you very, very much for the recommendation. Really do appreciate it. Rodney Ripplinger passed this along. It's available at the Razor Company. It's from Barrister and Man. It appears to be another Valentine seasonal release from Barrister and Man, Maryland Shaving Soap. And as they write on the product page, introducing Maryland, our sprawling Baroque tribute to Monroe and her legacy. Blended, blended with notes of amber, bergamot, cedar, clary sage, coriander, fir, labdanum, leather, apoponics, tonka, tobacco, sandalwood, vetiver, and langlang. Maryland is a powdery, cedary descent into what it means to feel stylish and sexy, capped with herbs and florals, and underlaid by the promise of desire. Cast in the mold of golden age perfumery, the sort of fragrances that surrounded Monroe during her lifetime, Marilyn is the perfect representation of the impact she left behind, tuned for a masculine audience, and perfect for the most intimate of company. <laughs> wow! From the Razor Company and Barrister and Man, Marilyn Shaving Soap. I'll have a link below. Check it out, folks. Rodney, thanks very much for passing it along. Well, Bill Murphy and Mark Bagwell both gave us a heads up regarding some pre-releases, pre-orders that are taking place on Hoffman Shave and Soap Company. Uh, and uh, Bill Murphy wrote, Hi, Mark. Here are a few items coming from Hoffman. Space Boy Shave Soap sounds like something I will definitely buy. Have a great day. And Mark Bagwell also sent along the uh, Facebook post from Hoffman Shave and Soap Company announcing Space Boy. And uh, Robert uh, Cipolla wrote, still taking pre-orders. Based on current pre-orders, I'm pretty sure this will sell out. Happy shaving, peeps. And of course, it's the Space Boy <laughs> shave soap. And uh, here are the scent notes, root beer, vanilla, and ice cream. <laughs> wow, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Also for pre-order is Black Hollow Shave Soap. Uh, and the scent notes of that one uh, are uh, milk chocolate, amber, musk, vanilla, woods, and mild spice, and also the Bayou Shave Soap. And the scent notes on that one are tangerine, bergamot, floral, chili pepper, and musk. And as they write here, this is our homage to New Orleans and the great old South. And uh, they also have an, a Space Boy Intergalactic Trio set, if you're interested in the Space Boy scent. Uh, this, again, is a pre-order for the month of February. Uh, the scent notes, root beer, vanilla, ice cream. But here's what you get. Four ounce Space Boy shaving soap, a tallow-based soap. 100 milliliter Space Boy aftershave. One ounce Space Boy EDP parfum. Upgraded ship time and free shipping. So those are the current pre-orders for February from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company, my thanks to Bill Murphy and Mark Bagwell for the heads up on that. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. And that wraps up another new Wet Shaving Gear segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, it's time to get to some of these questions and comments. A 
viewer Jackpot asked the following question. Random question, but do you ever have a bad shave once every millennium? Seems that you always get great shaves. For me, at times, I'll have a bad shave for whatever reason. Uh, Jackpot, I'm not immune to bad shaves at all. I've had uh, a bad shave once in a blue moon uh, for whatever reason. Maybe... Uh, you know, maybe I'm, uh, I'm reviewing or using a bargain razor. There was one bargain razor, the Dollar Tree razor that I was reviewing. It was horrible. I have to be honest. It was absolutely horrible. It was the, it was the Dollar Tree razor with the plastic handle. I said I was going to review it again with a different blade. I didn't. <laughs> I am so hesitant to use that razor again because the shave was just terrible. It was tuggy. It was pulley. It was over aggressive. It just was not a good shave. So yeah, I'm not immune to bad shaves. I'll have them once in a blue moon. But I think that uh, as time goes on and my technique is improved, the shaves get better and better and better. And I really, really do emphasize this uh, proper prep. Uh, proper prep is really, really key. A good pre-shave. Build a good lather. Uh, get a good razor. Get a good sharp blade. Uh, you know, get a good artisan shave soap. Um, you know, doing the proper prep really, really helps and increases your chances of getting a really, really good shave result. Uh, and again, I have found that over time, uh, my technique improved and got better and uh, I understood uh, better the water to soap ratio with certain shave soaps. I knew how to, you know, you kind of, you can kind of feel how to dial in to get the real correct lather. So, you know, you get the maximum lubrication and cushion from it, that sort of thing. Uh, you also begin to understand using a light touch with the razor, let the razor do all the work. Uh, you'll also begin to understand how many shaves from a blade. I think some wet shavers out there, uh, they impress themselves by getting, you know, five, six, seven shaves from a, a razor blade. And perhaps, and I'm, I'm not, I'm just a, just a guess or a hunch on my part, perhaps, you know, as that blade wears, those shaves are not as efficient and not as smooth. I could be wrong, you know, your mileage may vary, but for me, two to three shaves with the blade and I'm on to a new blade because uh, you know, uh, it's my face. I want to treat my face to the best that there is out there. And razor blades are inexpensive. They're not that expensive. So why not? Why not treat yourself to a, a new razor blade uh, whenever you can? So I would say that, yes, I'm not immune to the bad shave. I'm not immune to the occasional nick here and there. Uh, it happens, operator error, for whatever reason. Uh, but uh, you know what? We have great tools to take care of that, like stick pencils and Allen blocks and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to come with time. You didn't mention how long you've been shaving. Uh, if you are new to the wet shave, it gets better and better and better as your technique improves. Uh, again, proper prep. Get some good, high-quality shaving gear items. Get a good pre-shave. The cube is great. The uh, prickly jelly is, is, is the, uh, the star jelly. The prickly pear star jelly from Phoenix Shaving is very, very good. The Rockwell pre-shave oil, boy, that's a good pre-shave oil. Their shave cream is also very, very good. I was very impressed with that. A good artisan soap from Phoenix Shaving or Sterling 
or the Sudsy Soapery or Hoffman's or any of these guys out there. They make some great, great artisan shave soaps. And, you know, enjoy the journey. Really, I mean, you know, everyone says wet shaving journey, that's what it is. And every once in a while, yeah, you'll have a, you'll have a little misstep here and there. I did. Uh, I, I'll, I will have a little nick here and there down the road. It's going to happen, operator error. You've seen it happen to me on camera. Always a great opportunity to show how a styptic pencil works. Again, it happens. But yeah, I'm not immune to bad shaves. It's just that I think over time, and as you do the traditional wet shaving, you do the proper prep, they become fewer and fewer and fewer. It's going to happen every once in a blue moon, you know, for whatever reason. Maybe you get a bad blade. Maybe you're trying a new razor that just doesn't agree with you. Whatever the reason, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you know, It'll happen once in a blue moon is what I'm saying. And and it has happened to me. But yeah, because I love the process so much and I, I've i tried some really, really stellar and outstanding shaving gear, I think my bad shaves have been cut to a, a minimum once in a blue moon. So jackpot, uh, please comment back. Let me know how long you've been doing the traditional one shave. I hope that helps. Again, proper prep, good shaving gear, Good technique, and I think the shaves get better and better with time. Uh, I'll put it to the viewers. What do you say? Have you had an occasional bad shave? Am I in the right direction? The more you do it, the better you get, that sort of thing. That's kind of where, that's kind of my thinking on it. So thanks again for the uh, comment and the question, Jackpot. Really, really do appreciate it. Keeping on the theme of uh, good and bad shaves and shaves getting better and better with time, that sort of thing, uh, I believe it was last week we had a question from a viewer named Walter who, uh, who asked, uh, I got to ask, are you always that excited about shaving uh, equipment and stuff? Uh, and uh, Kenny Embry gave a very, very nice answer. And he said, hey, Mark, Walter asked if we still get a kick from wet shaving after a little more mileage on the odometer. I love this question. I know this is only my answer, but I suspect many people are like this. I keep discovering more stuff that makes it fun and interesting. I used to be fascinated by all the new razors, but have settled into a very specific niche of razor. Specifically, I love full stainless steel or brass adjustable razors, and I'm happy to stick there. My Magnificent Seven are my Rex Ambassador, Rex Council, Yaki Final Cut Brass, Gillette Fat Boy, Gillette Slim, Pearl Flexi, and Rockwell T2 Stainless Steel. I have also landed on a few blades I keep going back to, like the Dorco Prime, Astra Green, and Voskod blades. I also can't seem to find anything better than my PAA Star Wisp or my fun Razor Rock F400 XXL brushes. I know, I've basically spent my children's inheritance on razor supplies, but I don't have the techno lust for more than that on the hardware front. I've also noticed if anything becomes stale, I can usually get about 70-80% back if I sell it online. I was happy to sell my Vikings Blade Meiji to someone who would use it more than me, and I ended up striking up a great conversation with the guy who got it. He's new to wet shaving and had some great questions, and I love both giving my take and learning from him. And I guess that's the real joy of wet shaving. 
I get a lot more soap than I will ever use in this lifetime, but I love getting new scent recommendations. That is cool. But what is way cooler is talking with Douglas Smythe, who just has a crazy creative streak at PAA about why vegan soap is better than tallow or trading emails with Rod and Mandy Lovan over at Sterling Soap. I love their soap, but I think I just love them. Or Josh over at Subi Shaves Online. If Josh doesn't get you excited, nobody will. Or Matt Pisarsic at Razor Emporium. Again, Matt is so generous and opinionated. Give him five minutes and he'll convince you why vintage Gillette will never be surpassed. And then the Zeradi character. What a breath of fresh air. All of them are kind. All of them are helpful. All of them help create a community worth being a part of. Make no mistake. There's a zen-like beauty to slowing down a daily chore, doing it well, and enjoying the process. You'll look better and feel better. But it really is the generous community that makes this worthwhile. And that never gets old. Sorry, Mark. Seems silly to rhapsodize about wet shaving. But there it is. Kenny. Kenny, bravo. <laughs> bravo. Well said. Here, here. <laughs> I can't possibly add anything else. You've said it all, my friend. Thanks very much. Well, Jimmy V checked in again on the quest for the ideal number of swirls. If you've been following this, he's been testing the number of swirls he can make in a puck of uh, Phoenix Shaving Artisan Shave Soap and see what the minimum number of swirls will, would be to create heaps and heaps of lather. Uh, and uh, he sent this along, starting point, soap blooming using 110 degree Fahrenheit water in the battle CK6 tub while showering that cooled to room temperature. Paul Gruner's shave bowl was submerged in the sink in 120 degree water while showering. The water cooled to 110 degrees while I was showering. Brush soaked in the 110 degree water for five minutes. I toss it in when I get out of the shower. Took the bowl out of the water and dumped water into the sink. Tiny amount remained in bowl because of the rim. Picked up brush, gave it two light shakes. Three normal pressure swirls against the bloom soap. By normal, I mean no wide splaying of the knot. Just dragged it around the perimeter of the soap. What the photos show. The first shows the brush immediately after the swirl just placed in the bowl. It shows how much water and soap we are starting with. The second shows the result of two minutes whipping the lather. I start the lather building cycle with Alexa, two minutes. This is the result of the end of the two minutes. No water was added. I'll often give the brush a little dip and keep whipping after the two minutes just to see how crazy the lather builds up to. My normal lather mixing is fast clockwise revolutions, occasionally reversing direction, then rotating the brush 180 and repeating. I'll stop and push the lather from the sides back in and wipe the brush on the sides of the bowl to get the soap back into the mix. The third photo with my finger in it shows the depth of the lather. That is over one inch deep in the bowl. The fourth photo shows the lather remaining after a four-pass shave. One with the grain, then two across the grain passes. Why? Because I can. <laughs> Actually, 
Uh, I find two reverse direction across the grain passes works best for the crazy way my beard maps. Then, and against the grain with some touch-ups if needed. Wow, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy and I were talking about whether or not I had used this in a previous Monday morning mailbag. Uh, my notes uh, kind of get scattered, and I'm kind of looking at this, and he says, I don't think so, at least not that foreign four-in-one photo I sent you. By the way, brush size doesn't seem to have too much effect on the lather build. This is the build after four swirls of the Astraeus brush in bloomed CK6 The Battle. 22 millimeter knot did the job. When I use the Star Wisp, I don't really see that much more. Certainly both generate enough for a four-pass shave with lather left over. I think tomorrow I'll use the Doppler or Atomic Rocket and see if there is much difference. There's my copper dock sitting in ice water. You can see a bit of an ice cube ready to go. Yeah, hey, Jimmy, thanks again for the great swirl update. Really do appreciate all the information. Something that I'm sure viewers themselves are going to experiment with. Thanks very much for the routine and the procedure. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give me a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we've got another Double Take cartoon puzzle for you this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.